at the sound of my voice was originally created for me to verbalize my poetry. Initially, when I first began writing, it was a way for me to escape. To use words to create a different outcome when whatever was happening in my life wasn't what I wanted it to be. Well, you know how the mind works. Once your imagination starts to run, if you let it run long enough, you might end up somewhere new. I've always been one a desire to inspire mental as well as a physical stimulation with my work. With this platform, I want to introduce the most seductively, prolifically diverse, widest array of poetry and scripted stories that will arouse the audience's intellect and hopefully provide a newness in their perspectives. Now, at the sound of my voice, let's go. You'll know when it's me, when you wake up in the morning and I cross your mind. After you've realized that it's time to get up, but you wish for my presence next to you, reminding you that it is or it should be your day off. Me pulling you closer from behind to rest him at your lower cuff for your ass in our spoon's comforting position. When you close your eyes as if it were similar to a very delectably flavored nourishment that has reached the last of your taste buds and you're bracing yourself for the swallow. You'll know when it's me, when you realize that time, even in your thoughts of me, stands still, revealing that it is not time that has stopped, but rather it symbolizes our appreciation for my place in your life, holding a very satisfying significance. You'll know when it's me, Long after I've digested you and you me intimately, after I've lifted, squeezed, and filled you over and over, throughout our sessions of seasons of love and lust, all moistures have reached their full flowing down our canals, and your night's end is always a prequel to a new beginning, then and always you will know that it was me. You'll know when it's me came from my desire, my idea, my thoughts about leaving a lasting impression. There are some things about myself that I've always wanted to be a part of any relationship. I've always wanted them to be a part of any encounter, any sexual encounter, any uh, conversational encounter any thought-provoking moment. I've always wanted some very positive, um, some in some cases energetic, passionate, pleasurable, altogether thoughts and feelings that were provoked in such a way as to where just the mere remembrance of me gave them something in that moment. I don't have to spell it all the way out, but if you followed any parts of my writing, then you understand what I mean. Now, that's not to say that there's a perfect existence that I've lived, you know, but the one thing that I've grown to understand better of myself is that I love to learn. So what I can't accomplish, I'm open to learning what it would take to accomplish that goal. I got a lot of 
the unselfishness when it comes to that from a very significant source. Sometimes I can be a bit impatient. Sometimes I can be a bit overly selfish when it comes to wanting to please in a situation. But as I myself have learned, sometimes you really have to step back and take a look in that figurative mirror and place yourself in that that woman's shoes, that person's shoes, you know, depending on who's listening right now. And understand that all secrets won't be revealed by mouth. No pun intended. You have to understand that sometimes there's a blind walk to pleasure. A blind walk to pain sometimes. We learn so much and we're able to express so much when we're hurting. But what happens when we're happy? What happens when we actually feel good? I believe that a lot of us have gotten so comfortable inside of our pain that we're very uncomfortable when we feel any source of happiness. And yes, this extends well past the sexual nature. When you encounter someone that tries to give you a positive energy, when it's someone that wants to take you places without you having to ask, and I, I don't mean physical places, but places in your mind, places in your heart, places passionately, places intimately. And that's just a desire that they have for you. And it actually pleases them to be able to take you there, to be, to accompany you there. Then why not? Why continue that comfort, that pattern of comfort in pain? in lacking when you have someone that is willing to accompany you in pleasure and happiness and figuring it out together what's wrong with it i find so many times that even i myself are uncomfortable not having comfortable in pain and to some extent a lot of us are willing to go without simply because we've never had it. I used to feel like that. I used to feel like if I hadn't had it, how can I miss it? So I wouldn't strive for it anymore. But I could give it. And just as some of us, we know how to give love, but do we really know how to receive it? There are a lot of things that we could give. There are a lot of things that we will take. But for some odd reason, we won't take love. We can't believe love. We can't believe in the positive aspects of it. You got to learn. Because believe me, now with where I am, you will know when it was me. like to express my deepest appreciation for you taking the time to listen to this episode of At The Sound Of My Voice. If you have any questions or feedback, please feel free to leave a voicemail, a comment, or a review. If you're interested in being a guest or advertising with us on At The Sound Of My Voice or any of our social platforms, please email us at channel82 at gmail.com. That's C-H-A-N-N-E-L, the number 8, T-Y, the number 2, at gmail.com. 
You can also follow us on Instagram at at underscore the underscore sound underscore of underscore my underscore voice for even more content and updates. And stay tuned for our merch coming very soon.